What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Car Tech Garage and another week in to drive or not to drive the cars we love and the cars we don't. Max, what's up? You know, just excited to talk about some cars. It's been a week in the shop doing all kinds of stuff. You always are. You never get tired of it. Another friend of ours who never, ever gets tired of cars and talking about them is our friend Cody. Cody, what's up? Uh, just uh, kind of excited to get on here and uh, talk with you boys about some uh, the drive or not the drives. It's only taken months of trying to convince you to come on here. So I'm, I'm really excited to have you here today. Yeah, it's like every day. When <laughs> I come, Go ahead. Yeah, it's like every day he's like, hey, man. Let's go. You need to get on the radio show. You need to get on the podcast. Let's do this. I'm like, you're a wealth of knowledge. I mean, you're. you're but I'm always so busy working on cars. I'm <laughs> always so cars. busy dealing with cars. Not necessarily working on them because it's running the shop, but still, it's very busy life. Maybe we'll just have to follow you around with microphones while you're working on cars and then do it that way. Like Bluetooth. Yeah. We'll just yeah. Bluetooth it. We'll be good. See, Max is one of those technicians <laughs> that you'll actually see out on a Friday night. You can say hi to him, walk up, shake his hand and everything, you know, pinch his butt if you'd like. Oh, wow. And Cody's one of those elusive technicians who's always in the, the background, so to speak, building something really, really cool. He's got a few in, you know, of his yeah. creations. Uh, he brought one of them over here today and parked it next to my ratty Miata. Makes it look terrible. But it's a pretty sweet supercharged Pontiac Grand Prix. Yeah. And I remember when you first told me about this, I'd never seen it before. And I was like, you got to be kidding me. Really? That's really what you're excited about. And you pulled up one day and I was like, okay, this, this guy, this guy over here, he knows what's up. It's pretty sick. So anyway, uh, in honor of this particular situation, the first car up on to drive or not to drive will be, this is not a setup because there's so many generations of the Grand Prix. We're going to focus on the sixth and seventh generation Grand okay. Prix. Okay. Front wheel drive front wheel drive, you know, the one that you'll actually see on the road nowadays, <laughs> the one that you would actually consider daily driving because any other ones are no, no, <laughs> or they're just old and nice, but, um, more particularly the six and seven chin. Now I am a big, big fan of these cars, even though they're a front wheel drive platform, not a dedicated track car, but for a daily driver, I mean, it's so hard to beat the packages that these cars came with, no matter what you're into. I mean, yeah, I mean, if you want to just drive around and have a, a cushy, cushy ride, you can get the SE models and just cruise, and it's yep. like a, driving a boat. Yep. But, you or, know, or you can get the GTP models, or in my case, I have the 04 Competition Group, which is Tap Shift, mm -hmm. which actually works pretty well <laughs> once you learn how to use it. <laughs> but, uh, like, I drive my car in manual mode all the time. It doesn't see drive. It yep. just, I'm downshifting and I'm actually driving it like it's a manual transmission. Yep. And speaking of that, I'm going to be putting a manual transmission in that car. Yeah. He's been talking about this yep. for weeks. He explained the setup to me and it, it, it's going to come together. I mean, the parts fit. I've seen it happen already. So I know it works. So uh, we're going to go uh, turbocharge on that and then uh, also a five speed swap. So it's going to be pretty epic. That's going to be awesome. I, mean, I cannot wait to see it. And you don't see, I don't think I've ever seen a manual Grand Prix. No. They don't make them. No. 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 There's only like maybe 10 in the world. And that's because somebody took a transmission that's something else and put it in there. Got tired of being a grandma that. and became a real man. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. So, and that's the thing. I mean, you know, yours pops and bangs and crackles and whines. 
and all sorts of stuff. So it, it, it's a very far cry from what you would imagine your standard Pontiac Grand Prix, you know, what your grandmother, your great aunt owned. Um, and I think that that's something pretty cool in a single model of car to offer that many different iterations to appeal to different demographics. And I always really appreciate the fact that they bolted a supercharger onto a big V6 mm-hmm. and just let it run because those things eat. Man, they, and especially I've seen a bunch of like the Buick Centuries and Regals that have the supercharged ones in them. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious to watch those wax a four, six Mustang. Like it's standing still. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, another, uh, W body platform car I would like is the, uh, Regal GS, like a 2002. Mm-hmm. I would love to have one of those. Oh yeah. Those are nice. Yeah. Those so, are super nice. Uh, I mean, it's basically, it's basically a, another iteration of a Grand Prix if you think about it, cause the W mm-hmm. body platform and. Pretty much all of those were the same. Yep. You just got a little bit of a different body. Well, mechanically, uh, interior different. You know, yeah. dri- driving feels a little bit different, you know, especially yeah. when you have different steering wheel pedals and, mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Bench seat. Yeah, exactly. Bench <laughs> seat, yeah, a little bit different in the corners and the buckets, that's for sure. Exactly. We can now, also test how many miles does your Grand Prix have on it? Uh, 280,000 past uh, 280 this past weekend. That's incredible. It still runs like a top. Uh, doesn't run in like it's over 40,000 miles. It's wonderful. It's, yeah. Obviously... I can work on it. Exactly. <laughs> so. And you have yeah, a lot uh, over the years. Yeah. Now, that's not to degrade you know, the, the vitality of this car because the Grand Prix ultimately is, in my opinion, and I see him every day, pretty reliable. It is. I can attest to that. Uh, I tell everybody, uh, everybody I talk to about my car, uh, when I get into the mileage, uh, I have an original AC system. Wow. Original equipment. Never been changed. That's amazing. 280,000 miles. And like, yeah, they, they have a few issues. Like, so, you, you can't know. say that about the transmission. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say that the glass transmissions, they're notorious for glass transmissions, mm-hmm. but they really don't fail unless you're hard on them. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that the Achilles heel is how heavy the vehicle is. Mm-hmm. Totally. Because you can take that transmission and put it in a Fiero and... It'll run all day and pull wheelies. Yeah, yeah. You can build the engine, and it's a lighter vehicle, so it's exactly. not stressing the transmission as much. Yeah, as um, long as you don't have two sticky tires on, you're not launching yeah. all the time. Typically, the transes will hold up. Yeah, and then, yeah. Or maybe you should. So not, if you're not Cody, kits in it, basically is what I heard. So if you're not Cody, yeah, uh, put a shift kit in it and uh, parking. Well, not the parking pole, the forward apply pole. Mm-hmm. Was sitting in the transmission uh, pan. <laughs> oh. Two weeks before vacation, so oh, no worries. <laughs> Great, fun time, fun time. But really, uh, apart from that, it's a pretty stout vehicle. I mean, the three point eight liter. We've talked about that engine before. It, mm-hmm. it is very, very reliable. It's you know standard push rod timing chain. It just works well. It works very well, in fact. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Very low um, failure rate. You get some oil leaks on it that are common, but that that's the same on any car. Mine doesn't even leak oil now. Now. Now, <laughs> now, yeah, so that yeah. one in there, operative word, <laughs> exactly, exactly, yeah, just did the uh, lower, the dreaded lower intake manifolds, uh, they're terrible. Oh yeah, those leak like crazy. Yeah, but I was able to do some cool things to it while I had it apart, uh, put a phenolic spacer on it, uh, in between the supercharger, keep the supercharger cool, uh, plugged up the uh, coolant lines through the lower intake manifold, keep the uh, throttle body and supercharger even cooler, get. Uh, 30 degrees, I'm running it. After an hour, I'm still at 50 degree engine air, uh, intake air temperatures. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, that, and, and to keep in mind, that's non intercooled root style blower. Mm-hmm. Those things produce a lot of heat. Yeah. And uh, also, uh, something else that's done to my vehicle is uh, 
the uh, normal crossover pipe that goes from the front manifold to the rear manifold and it, all the exhaust collects in the rear manifold makes them sound like a dog. Yep. Yeah. I feel uh, like this has gone from to drive or not to drive and all back. That's grand. That's totally cool. Cause I'll tell it. It's totally to drive. It's totally to drive. I'll just get through this really quick. <laughs> <laughs> I know, think we, we need to go in depth. Ultimately, on the I'm, I'm going to have to dub it to drive. Definitely. <laughs> I will. Definitely. I will. And granted, it's not going to be the cheapest vehicle to maintain over the years, but when you compare it to other vehicles in that category that offer what it offers, which is whatever you want in terms of relative performance value or ride quality, you have mm. a ton of space, you have the potential to take it many, many miles, you have readily available parts all over the world. I would definitely say it's a car that I would not mind driving to work every day. Four by eight sheet of plywood in the trunk if you put the back seats down so that doubles, that doubles as a truck. And if you look 05 and up, you can get a GXP with a 5.3 liter V8 uh -huh. in it. And it'll just sit in your driveway because you break the transmission every time you put it in drive. <laughs> but that's okay. So, it's a pretty car. It is a pretty car. I'll agree and on to the highway, drive. it actually is a beast. What, a 305 horsepower? The GXP, yeah. Yep. The uh, GTP, uh, the O. Oh, 260 the, or something? The uh, 6th Gen is 240. And then they Which put is still a, pretty stout. They put a bigger, uh, well, not bigger, but a, another Eaton M90 Generation 5 flows more uh, on the uh, on the L32 and the 7th Gen, and it makes 260 factory. Nice. So I'm probably sitting at two th uh, 330. 330? Yeah. yeah. I can confirm yeah. that. That's smaller pulley. Two sided, well, 3.5 uh, pulley, uh, custom exhaust, but we won't get into that. We can go into <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll dip on that. So, yes, Pontiac Grand Prix to drive. To drive. Thing. Next car up, the Audi A4. Depends Ooh. on how many miles are on it. No. Not going to lie to you. Ooh. See, I think the, the general um, reaction from the three of us probably denoted what's going to happen, but... <laughs> We'll get into it anyways, because they come with two different engines, mm -hmm. you know, in the later iterations what, you get. What generations are we talking like older, uh, newer? Uh, I mean, we're, we're talking early overall. 2000s. Okay. I, I want to talk about the two liter turbo and the three liter versions, because regardless of body style, they're mechanically similar. Um, now, the two liter turbo versions, not going to lie, I like them. I can't help but like them. It's just the It's power. a fun little car. And when they're in really nice shape, if you can get one in a manual. They're a mm -hmm. lot of fun to drive. They make fun little turbo noises. It's the same two liter FSI or TSI that comes in a GTI. Yeah. And it's a fun little car. But it's like peppy. you said, how many miles? How has it been treated moreover? Because mm -hmm. there's exactly. so many of those that you've gotten a car that's been driven into the dirt by some college student, parked on the side of the road in Covington, been door dinged 100,000 times, hasn't had the oil change, has been leaking everywhere it goes. And um, it's just a mess. Yeah. Yeah. I think the my favorite story on one of those engines, I mean, among oil leaks, problems, turbo issues, so on and so forth. I mean, we could go on for a long time with the list. <laughs> you did mention uh, timing chain issues and turbo. Oil. Yeah, I was. Okay, I, I, I didn't what get about that the, uh, the, We're talking TASFI, correct? Yeah. Yeah. What about the uh, carbon buildup in the valves? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. great. Yeah, carbon buildup in the valves. Every oh, and, and 50,000 miles uh, pull the intake manifold yeah, off, please. Don't forget the PCV system in the valve cover. Yeah. Yep. Oh, and if it starts to leak, the whole thing usually is warped, so you just have to get a whole new valve cover. But for that first 20K... Oh, oh gosh, buddy. Great. That's a While great these vehicle. cars are in warranty, boy, oh, are yeah. they a car. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My favorite was I was driving one for, I think, like a misfire or something like that at higher speeds. Um, so I had to beat on this thing to get it to finally misfire. So I don't know who was driving it like that or who noticed that. I mean, it would only be somebody who's kind of hard on their vehicle. And I'm driving it and I'm going down the highway and I'm just hitting it, you know, watching all the data, see what we got going on. 
Well, as soon as you hit a certain RPM, I guess the flange for the downpipe was cracked and it would flex just enough so it would be straight open headers while you're going. And it scared <laughs> me to epic. death. I thought I blew the engine up because I'm just driving down the highway doing a hardcore pull and all of a sudden it's this loud noise. I let off going, what just happened? Yep. I bet it uh, sounded amazing. Oh, it's <laughs> like a spring pipe on a bike. Like After like, that, I was just smiling the whole time driving it. My buddy had an R6 and he was running it. And as soon as it hit like 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 eight thousand or nine thousand RPMs, it would have enough exhaust uh, flow to actually blow the pipe off and and open it up and just allow the springs to open up, so it would go like VTEC, baby. Yeah, <laughs> way more. I still love the way like a, an open wastegate car sounds. Yeah. Um, my buddy Matt used to have. He's got a sick BMW now. I hardly talk to him. I see him like once every two years. We're like, mm-hmm. hey, hey, so you know acquaintance more but he used to have this Subaru WRX um it was a pretty great street setup uh two liter and it had a ceramic ball bearing JDM turbo on it just from the JDM STI mm-hmm. and he had full exhaust open dumped wastegate and I took oh, a ride with I, I was like 18 years old and you know we're going and it starts to build and I hear the turbocharger I'm like oh this is yeah this is really cool and then whoosh, what the fuck yeah, <laughs> we'll have to bleep that part out. Yeah, we will. Got a little something. Yeah, my buddy there. Jack actually with uh, we're, since we're talking about the uh, Audi A4, he actually had a 1.8 turbo Jetta, cool. and he had a test pipe only on it, three inch test pipe, mm-hmm. and that thing was so beautiful sounding. It just sound like a a bunch of angry birds <laughs> in a cage <laughs> all the time. It was awesome. I will say, I I really. Prefer the one eight O over the or the one eight T over the two O. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot uh, less problems with it. Exactly, far less problems. It, it was just a simpler engine. Oh yeah, yeah. Five valves per cylinder, mm-hmm. and it just timing belt. Yep. I think they may. I don't. I don't. We may have to bleed this part out so I don't sound like an imbecile. But I'm pretty sure there was a, t- a timing chain on the back of the engine, or is that the two liter? Um, I, I think remember. no, no. On I, you're right. It has a chain on the back of the one eight, and then on two liter, it has the. Um, the earlier ones came with the water pump drive belt and then timing chain, and yeah. then the later ones have the electric water pump. Yeah. So the uh, 1.8 has the timing belt that runs one the the one cam, I guess it would be intake, and then it at the back of the engine goes to Oh, I didn't even timing know chain. That. Timing chain goes to the other side. Volkswagen. I mean, like how many 1.8T GTIs do you still see running around? None. <laughs> I see a bunch, do you actually. Really? Yeah, I see all sorts of 1.8 cars running around still. Mm-hmm. I mean, as long as you change the oil in them, they're they're pretty reliable. And not only that, they were still really easy to get power out of. Oh, yeah. I mean, a stock 1AT, you could literally put a 3076 on there and run it at like 19 pounds. And it would blow up eventually, but it would run 375 wheel for like 12 months. My and consensus that's, that's on it, if you want to spend money to drive if for you the want, A4. Yeah, you yeah if, spend if money. you like to spend money, ultimately, it's, though, we got to dub the A4, especially the two-liter turbo. Oh, yeah. Not, not to, to drive, drive. Not unless to you drive. want to spend money. Yeah, <laughs> and if you want to, and if you want to get three liter, have fun putting time. Yeah, chains that's on a it. whole. <laughs> that's a whole. <laughs> if you're going to get into that, you might as well get the RS4 and just exactly. That's what I'm saying. Just get the V8, get the yeah. S4, and let the timing chains blow up in that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but at, at least you're rocking with you know what 340 horsepower. Yeah. Then you're looking good. I while love, it's blowing up. I love the twin turbo two seven S4s though. Oh, I've seen a couple of fast ones of those, and again. Trash. I mean, absolutely going to sit in your garage for 11 months out of the year, and then it's only going to run for one day of that other month. Yep. But when it's <laughs> when it's right, 
Oh boy, is it it's right? Good. Oh yes, it's <laughs> such a sweet, sweet feeling. Sweet. But you know, <laughs> it's it's a terrible vehicle. <laughs> it really is. It really is. But you you so can't help sorry. but be affectionate towards him. You're like, uh, I don't want to make any any it's like a hate know, comparisons and, and poor taste, but it's it's really just one of those cars that you hate to love because yes. it, 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 it ticks all the right boxes on what you want out of a car. Mm -hmm. Reliability totally set aside. Yeah. <laughs> you, know? you, yeah can, just you can have two. Box you can have left. cheap, fast, and reliable. Yep, pick, pick two, two on that car, especially. <laughs> Maybe one. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> Cheap's one. not an option. Yeah, cheap is, yeah, well, actually, no. So you can have one fast on and reliable. Car. Actually, no. <laughs> no, you can't because once it's fast, yeah, on, that, on an Audi, it's one. You get to pick one. Out of four rings, you still only get one choice. Don't care. <laughs> well, the problem with it is, is it can't be fast if it's not reliable because if it's not reliable, it's constantly stuck in your exactly. driveway. But not only that, like once it, those things get fast, they get very unreliable and they're never cheap. Even, even, even when they're so not fast and not reliable, they're still not cheap. It might be there's none. A, there's a happy medium. And I think what that would be is uh, a Pontiac Grand Prix no. supercharger. <laughs> I mean, obviously that's the vehicle I drive, but a vehicle I truly miss is what I think we would all say to drive on would be a Mark Ford GTI VR6. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that because I, would agree. I drove that car 50,000 miles a year and it was, it wasn't cheap, but it wasn't like, it yeah, wasn't yeah. breaking all the time. And it's still one of the easier V sixes with air quotes to work on. Yeah. And that thing sounds crazy. Oh gosh. It, it is the best sounding 170 horsepower car ever. Mm -hmm. Oh, but then, then you get into the, uh, R 32. Well, that's an amazing. That's what two hundred and twenty or two hundred and thirty horsepower. Two hundred and forty horsepower. Uh, it is a three point two liter yep. dual overhead cam. Mm -hmm. So you have more air going through it, and it just beefens, deepens the tone. And my favorite looking Volkswagen Golf of all time. Absolutely, without a doubt. And you just have to put the Jetta front end on it. I don't know. I like exactly how it looks with that front valence. Yeah, and, yeah, and the even R32 here's the thing: an R32. That is one of the very few cars. Sorry to detract from the driver, not the Sorry. Yes. Again, <laughs> there are very few cars that I would buy and say, "This is perfect." I'm not modifying it. That yeah, exactly. Might be one of the cars. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I mean, I, any, any of the other cars. If I had set of wheels, any of these other cars, set of wheels. No, no I love the R32 stock wheels. wheels. Are bad. The stock exhaust oh, is yeah, perfect. The interior with the Recaros is perfect. In blue. I get it. Exactly. It has to be blue. It has to be blue. Have you seen how expensive those cars are right oh, now? Let's ridiculous. not talk about it. All right. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> on. Yeah, we need to go through a list of all of Cody's Cody's vehicles at, at some point. All right. Well, guys, thanks so much uh, for tuning in to, to Drive or Not to Drive. Yeah. Cody, thanks for coming on and giving us a little bit of your wisdom, too. And a world of 17 different cars that we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Man, I kind of wish we could do more of that. Well, we we'll, can. Uh, we'll do coming up next. So make sure you guys listen in because we've got more to drive or not to drive. Of course, coming at you every single week. And thanks so much for tuning into the Car Tech Garage. Don't forget to like and subscribe to our podcast. Yes. Leave us a review. Bye.